You may not believe it, but a cheap Big Mac from McDonald's is actually more expensive than a brand new BMW. And I'm not even talking about the low-end models. I mean like the super high-end, iconic BMW M3 competition. Hi there, my name is Kenneth Ott and welcome to Grow Time, where we explore ideas to help you live a high-performance life. And today we're talking about how focusing on saving money is going to kill your business or your chances at building real wealth. I'm going to start by saying most people believe that money is scarce. And so they obsess over every cent that they spend. And I've talked about this idea a little bit more in other videos, which I can link to. But the idea of extreme frugality or tight money management and the idea that these things are virtuous things may not be true, right? The focus on saving only, aka what most people would call a scarcity mindset, and micromanaging money can actually limit your wealth creation, actually will limit your wealth creation. And I'm going to tell you something that is actually opposite of the advice that most other people give. And it's this, if you if you're stuck in a scarcity mindset, it's time to spend your way to wealth, right? If you are stuck in a scarcity mindset, then it's time to spend your way to wealth because wealth creation requires extreme expansion. And that can only come if you make expansion a necessity. And this even applies if you're a frivolous spender and unwise with your money, because there are certain areas that if you put the discipline in place to spend within, the same principle applies and this helps you as well. Let's talk about wealth creation and how success comes when wealth creation is required. Expansion is required for the creation of wealth. And what do I mean by that? I mean, whether you're looking at successful modern day billionaires, or if you're looking at ancient kings like you know David in the Old Testament, um, the success that you see was a result of them having to achieve that success. Like they, they had to expand to achieve that success, right? If they had not expanded to achieve that success, they would have never achieved it. They were required to expand. They were called to expand, right? That may have been self-imposed or that may have been externally imposed, but all success comes from a requirement to rise above and to be successful. And the great thing is, that you've already done this. If you're listening to this with your own two ears, you've already employed this in your life today. You've already expanded because of the requirements of your current life. Someone put some requirements on you, could be yourself, could be the government, could be family, whatever provision and those kind of things. And you had to rise to that occasion to cover that. Even if you don't have those responsibilities at the moment, you had to learn to walk, you had to learn to talk. Right, Those were requirements. If you were not required to do that, you would not have done that. If you didn't have to learn to walk and you didn't have to learn to talk in order to, in order to survive, then you wouldn't have done those things. And this is the core thing to understand about human beings. And this is the principle behind this concept is that 
all human beings, even the best human beings, require pushing to expand. They require being forced from external or internal factors in order to expand and rise above and grow and get better at something. It's part of human nature and it's why this works. So let's make it work in your favor. So let's talk about saving money. The idea of wisely saving and managing money certainly is an important one, right? From the standpoint of not being a frivolous, unwise spender. And if you want to run a successful business or be successful financially in life, you need to understand how to manage your resources in a successful way. Yes, that is the case. But for many, it's gone way off the deep end. Strategic spending and investing is equally key, right? And I'm going to talk more about that in a second. You can't build wealth through saving. You simply can't. You can't build wealth through penny pinching. You can't. Hoarding every penny keeps you in a small mindset. It doesn't keep you in an expanding mindset. And, And we know this to be true because what you focus on expands. And so if you're focusing on shrinking things, then it's going to shrink, right? You're not going to make more. Uh, You need money to make money. We've heard that for a long time, right? It takes money to make money. But that's the truth. Investing and strategic spending enable wealth creation. Um, And this is, I'm using money as an example here, but it's really the case with any resources that you have. Believing that they're scarce only makes them scarce. Believing that they're abundant We'll make them abundant. Now that sounds like really cliche and like ethereal in the entrepreneurial space, but just let that sink in because it is the truth. Focusing on saving caps your growth and your earning potential. And so I'm going to break that down even more here. Um, Here is what the scarce resource is. The world would love for you to believe that money and resources are scarce resources. Um, But the truth is, is that the only The only limited resource, because all those are actually unlimited, I'm not going to get into it, but they're actually infinite. Money, land, every other resource in the world is infinite because they're cyclical. The only limited resource is really your time and your focus. And so you must think about every moment as an investment. You need to flip your thinking. Start pinching minutes, not pennies. Start watching where you spend your days and your years more than where you spend your Kroger bucks. If you can do this, then you will actually flip the switch into wealth creation expansion for yourself or your business or anything else. And this is really hard because you're going against the grain. It's, it's the opposite of what everyone else is doing. It's the opposite of what the entire culture and world teaches. But the truth is, is that you're Your focus needs to be on where you spend your time, right? And where you spend your focus, not where you spend your Kroger bucks and how you save those. Every moment spent stressing about pennies is wasted forever. Uh, Your focus shapes your reality more than any specific action that you take. That you take. And so if you focus on lack and scarcity, then that's what you'll get more of. If you focus on expansion, growth, and generosity, right, aka abundance, then you'll get more of those. When it comes to spending small, 
spending small keeps you small as well. And so the more you focus on how you spend little little bits of money here and there is going to shrink what you can actually achieve. You have to start believing that that you need to expand this, this control and release this control of these things. So saving becomes an obsession for a lot of people and it actually controls them. And this is where the idea of money actually becoming your master actually comes from, right? Money becomes your master rather than a tool for you to use, rather than a gift that was given to you. And this is money or any other resources. And this is true with everything. Um, so when the Bible teaches, you know, if you're a spiritual person, you, you know, you might, might remember, it says the love of money is the root of all evil. By the way, it says the love of money, not money is the root of all evil. It's clear to me that money is more important and more valued by those who focus all their time saving it and managing it and worrying about it, as opposed to those who freely give it, invest it and make it right. And to me, if you spend all that money and all that time and effort focusing and valuing, focusing on and valuing money, then that sounds like love to me, right? And so then you can see how getting more of money at all costs is possible, right? And that becomes the root of all evil. So is it possible that focusing on penny pinching is actually how you end up making money your idol? Right and and making and 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 loving it, and it becoming the root of all evil, is that possible? Because I think that that is possible. Is it possible that it controls you? I believe that this is the case, and maybe the antidote is to get rid of it in uncomfortable ways. So here's why I want to talk about this idea: the power of giving. So I believe that this one reason is why giving and tithing as taught in the Bible may be so powerful because it's requiring you to get out of the scarcity mindset, which in turn benefits you greatly because it's taking something that you think is scarce that really isn't. And it's forcing you to give it away and forcing you to claim that it isn't scarce, right? It's making you act as it, in ways that you don't necessarily feel comfortable acting in or maybe necessarily even believe. Because it's not that God needs your money. It's that you need to believe that money is not scarce. That is one of the reasons that giving is so powerful and that I think it's why even Again, if you're in the spiritual world, prosperity gospel even exists, this idea that when you give, you get back. But the truth is, is there is a element of truth to that. Like when you expand your mind and release the idea of scarcity around these things, that's when they actually come to you. And so it gets even better than that. So I want to go into how do you wisely spend your way to wealth? All right, so number one, You have to invest big to expand your capabilities of actually making income. So there's this idea of expanding your outputs require you to expand your inputs, right? And this is why, this is why a Big Mac is 
more expensive than a BMW. It's a Big Mac wheedles away at your savings and your money, right? And your groceries do that. And your all of your little expenses just whittle away at your money. But when you make a commitment that is so big, that requires you to expand beyond it, you're actually in a net positive, right? So if you invest big, then you have to grow your input to actually to actually overcome that, where if you invest small, you don't have to grow your inputs at all. You don't have to grow your income at all when you invest small. This is the case in a business too as well, by the way. And so this idea of investing, forcing expansion beyond your current abilities is critical. You have to take, if you take bigger risks than, than your current income can handle, that requires you to think of how to expand that income. And so it's a net positive. It pushes income generation and skills to new levels. Small investments keep you playing small. Big investments require you to play bigger. So small investments have net negative cash flow. Big investments have net positive cash flow. Here's a test. Go buy a jet. Go buy a jet and tell me if you have more money after you bought that jet than less money. Because you're going to have to figure out how to make more money to, 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 to buy that jet than because you can't do it on your current income. And that's how this invest big works. Now, I said investing because it's important that it is wise investing. It's not frivolous spending, but it's investing wisely, but investing greatly. So that's the first thing, invest big. The second thing is give generously. And this helps transform your mindset. It's also helping transform other people's lives as well. I mentioned this earlier, but giving significant amounts of resources and being generous expands your thinking. It releases your attachment to money and your resources. It forces you to grow just like investing big in order to give at bigger levels. and. Each time you give, it expands your abundance mindset because when you give freely, you're saying, you're claiming to yourself and other people, you're saying, I'm taking what the world values so much and believes is scarce and I'm freely giving it away, right? And that is me proclaiming to myself that this thing, these resources, this money is actually more abundant than I believe, than I think, right? And I can make more of it. I'm going to give it away because I can make more of it. And uh, when you give generously, it helps you probably more than it helps other people. I'm not going to get into that, but it helps other people a lot, but it really helps you a lot when, you, when it expands your mind. But you have to give in uncomfortable levels. So give generously is number two, or give consistently and generously, right? I want to be emphasized. Consistency and uncomfortability, like discomfort is important with giving. At any of these things, if you do it at a level that's comfortable, it's a net negative. If you do it at a level that's uncomfortable, it's a net positive. Third thing, enjoy your resources rather than worship them. What do I mean by that? Enjoying the resources that you've been given and that you've been entrusted with, your gifts, that is 
important, it is because they are gifts. You are, you are supposed to enjoy them, right? When you enjoy them well, you ensure that they're not idols, right? Because you're freely releasing them. You're not clinging to them. But the ones you have, whatever you're entrusted with, they're for your enjoyment. So you should enjoy them without being anxious about them, without being scarce-minded, right? Putting a bunch of money in the bank may be smart. I, I actually believe in, that's, that's a really smart thing to do. But there's a certain level beyond which like dying with money in the bank, and I'm not saying you should spend on, frivolously on things, but dying with money in the bank really can't get you anything. When The resources that you have here on this earth are meant to be enjoyed by you, your family, and others. And, and you can see how all these things overlap because generosity really plays into enjoying things. Investing at big levels in the future and the growth of maximizing your potential, which is what you're called to do, is, is part of enjoying things, right? So to be successful, you must be in line with the laws of God and the laws of human nature and the success principles that are woven into the universe. Those are the guardrails. If you, if you stay within those, it's really hard to go wrong. But this is where a lot of people do go wrong. And this is why wealth can be a curse because wealth without wisdom and going outside of those guardrails creates destruction, right? And this is why it's very dangerous. But it doesn't have to be dangerous. It can be very enjoyable. It can be very good for you, the ones around you, and it can be an inspiration to the people coming behind you. So those are the three ways that you can wisely spend your way to wealth. Um, and I just want to end on the concept of stewardship. I believe that stewardship is about maximization. Not, not even I believe, it is about maximizing what you've been given, not minimizing what you've been given. That is true stewardship. Um, it's not about penny pinching things. It's about investing and expanding things to their maximum potential because that's why they've been entrusted to you. Like when, when you give your money to your financial dude, right? To like, to grow it, like you're looking for it to grow, right? And not be lost and not stay the same and not shrink down, right? And so that requires a lot of wisdom and all these different things, but you're looking for it to grow. In the same way, that's what stewardship is when it comes to you with what you've been entrusted with. And more importantly, your focus and your time on this earth must be stewarded well as also over money. And many people have it backwards. Many people spend their entire life being a bad steward to their time that they've been given and a good steward, quote, good steward to the money that they've been given by saving it and, and being, being stingy with it rather than being a good steward to the time that they've actually been given, which is really what's important. And strategic spending and investing and giving and releasing the money so that you can expand beyond it is actually, I believe, one of the ways to be a good steward of the time that you've been given on this planet because that's really what matters. And they orient you away from a lack mindset into abundance mindset. And they require you to expand your skills and your mindset when you're, when you're giving and you're spending and you're investing at high levels that require expansion. 
And so if you focus on scarcity, you will get more scarcity. If you focus on maximizing abundance, you will get more of that. Giving and strategic spending reorients your mind. It shifts all the furniture in your head from lack mindset to growth mindset. And this is the path. This is the true path to wealth and true stewardship as long as it comes with wisdom. So you should be a steward of your your time and your focus, not just your money. That's really, really important. You need to expand your mind and abilities through spending big in the right ways so that you have a net positive rather than a net negative on your spending at the end. And this will require you to focus your energy in your business and your personal life on creating things that provide much more than is required and will force expansion, i.e. a lot of wealth. And so I hope this helps you live out a high-performance and successful life. For more tips like this from me or to work with me, visit kennethott.com or kenott.com. That's K-E-N-O-T-T.com. And until next time, thanks and never stop growing.